You're listening to the Underdog Sports NFL Show with host Chris Horwadell and Mario Hines. Brought to you by Underdog Sports. Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Underdog NFL Show. Chris Horwadell joined by Mario Hines. Mario, kind sir, happy holidays. Happy holidays to you, man. As fast as the NFL schedule turns week to week, as fast as these holidays come. Oh my God. I remember, legit remember when I was thinking like, oh yeah, what's plenty of time. We have like five weeks until, until Christmas. Yeah. It'll all get done. No worries. And uh, now we're here 47 hours before Christmas, just under 47 hours before Christmas uh, Eve. And uh, yeah, it's not done yet. <laughs> it's not, things aren't finished. <laughs> no, and they uh, probably, probably won't be up until... Up until the point, we've had some uh, we had some dropouts due to uh, due to COVID positive testing. Oh no! Uh, we had some uh, we had some late in the game add-ons, so we were actually uh, we're actually a plus in the plus minus, which is you know good and bad. Yeah, I guess so. And I mean that makes you very very uh, online on par with what the NFL. Uh, teams organizations are going through so you know and nba so you know you know what it feels like oh yeah i actually signed garrett gilbert to serve food for us <laughs> i just need him to be i just need him to be ready by friday night right 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 i think i'll be fine yeah i think yeah he's gonna do it look uh it is the holidays but we still have quite a bit going on in the sports world i've got bavadasportsbook.com open in front of me we're gonna look at all the get this week 16 NFL lines, that's bananas. And uh, it's also even more bizarre because, like, week 15 just ended last night. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really. Weird. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I, was trying to, I was trying to do a show, and we were, we were talking about uh, some of the games this week, and, like, for whatever reason, uh, the NFL was, was, in their infinite wisdom, because I would never say Raj did anything wrong, and in their infinite wisdom, the NFL decided, and we just have to assume that this is right because Roger has a plan for all of us, mm-hmm. that they would air both of the Tuesday primetime uh, Tuesday games at the same time, not even not even stagger the start times at all, which struck me as odd. Okay. Um, I feel like you want to capitalize on your market, but I get not you know not starting at like five o'clock on the East Coast because my phone is blowing up. Uh, five o'clock on the East Coast because you know people have to get there, they have work, all that stuff. Uh, but like, what about like a, at least like a seven o'clock, eight o'clock start? What if you staggered it an hour? And also like, we couldn't find any television station to air both games. I had to go to, I had to go to Sunday ticket, which I had to work. So I couldn't watch Sunday ticket and Sunday ticket, unlike NBA game pass, which is a million times better. Uh, you can't (laughs) just like game pass. Like if I'm trying to watch the 76ers game and it starts at seven o'clock and it's like, 750 when i can get there you have the option to start from beginning which ah, seems logical it does like why why would you not have that ability where this is this is all just being recorded in the interwebs uh it's going to be available later let's just make it available now uh they don't you also cannot pause it so i couldn't even just like i couldn't even start the the eagles game and then just pause it uh mm-hmm. i had to I had to get a free trial of Game Pass, which I've already canceled, so that I could watch the the game this morning. It's a way to make it as hard as humanly possible to watch your product, NFL. 
Yeah, in this DVR age, they definitely took you back to Antenna. Yeah, for real, I got the bunny ears on the TV, and I'm just trying to get it unfuzzy enough to make out what's going on. Right, right, right. What is number 98 doing? Is he playing quarterback? That's, that's what I... Also, do you ever do you ever go back to like I don't know like watching the vintage like you know the old like late eighties early nineties highlights and stuff and think like man we watched that was TV when we were there and we thought it was amazingly clear we thought we were seeing everything I any old highlight package or any old games I'm like what is wow everyone the the video games were right yeah <laughs> everyone is the same size. Like, yeah, that's what, yeah, see, yeah exactly right <laughs> exactly right uh yeah super like it, it always just and i wonder how much of that we're gonna have moving forward it's like oh man it's not even broadcast into our brain directly back then like how did they even consume television yeah what is this it's not actually happening inside my pupils this is yeah. stupid i have to like look at something rather than have it just projected <laughs> into my eyeballs like come on <laughs> Come on, Roger, because I assume you're still going to be the commissioner. Yes. Oh, he's not letting go anytime soon. It might just be a head in the jar a la Futurama, but mm -hmm. he's still going to be there. He's not giving up that power. Not at all. Not at all. Anything to do. Nor should he. Look, <laughs> we, he's, he's a very chill man, as we saw at the draft two years ago. Just a, a, a go-with-the-flow kind of fella. And uh, I, you know, I, think it's, I think the NFL is in good hands. Oh, for sure. Very clean... Almost whatever the smell of um, sanitizer mm -hmm. is, hands. Well, Mario, speaking of being in good hands, the Detroit Lions now two eleven and one after a mm -hmm. thirty to twelve victory over the Arizona Cardinals, a team that you know two weeks ago we thought are they the best team in football? <laughs> what the hell happened? I actually watched most of this game from start to finish. It was it wasn't an implosion, which makes it even better of a win. It was mm -hmm. just. You know, if you have these practices that you hope don't carry over to a Sunday or just happen where nothing you do is working like nothing. And, and it started with Murray, like no pass. He looked off the entire day. So it wasn't like he was throwing. I mean, he threw some interceptions, but it's not like he was just throwing. It's like he made the right read. He even would mm -hmm. shed, a, shed a sack, you know, balls just, you know, out of the reach of a guy. Guy doesn't get his feet in. You know, defensively, you know, you're, you're, one, they lost the line of scrimmage, even mm -hmm. though they were able to get some um, pressure on pass downs. But running downs, they lost the line of scrimmage. It was like, oh, the Cardinals, if they weren't prepared or they they just it was just one of those days where your body isn't doing what it normally does. And the Lions on the opposite side are really on an upswing in terms of. We are going to play, we're going to bite your kneecaps off. Like, that's what it actually <laughs> manifests into. They play really hard that you don't doubt for a second how hard they're playing. And if you're not on your game long enough, you might actually lose, <laughs> you know? I'll tell you what, he's not, uh, he's not Cooper Cup, but my guy, Amonra St. Brown, has, uh, he's developed an interesting chemistry with Jared Goff over these last three weeks. 26 catches over the last three weeks, a couple of scores. He's turning into a nice little piece. Yeah, and he was very good at USC, so it's not overly surprising. I think we he's he wasn't able to come in and greatly impact for a, a number of reasons, but he's a hard worker with with talent, and Jared Goff is predictable, and that's good. And now he's the rookie uh, reception leader in, in franchise history, which you know. <laughs> 
pretty bravo bravo that's, for the that is that true that's nuts i didn't know that yeah yeah it happened it happened on sunday so bravo man 62 receptions i think 63 I mean, this is a team that draft. I mean, drafted a lot of receivers really high, but one of you know one of those guys was a Hall of Famer in Calvin Johnson. You had Roy Williams, you had uh, Mike Williams, you had Charlie Rogers. Mm-hmm. Whose record? I, I assume it was Megatron's record, right? Yeah, jo- it was Javit Best was at the top of the list, which oh, I wow. forget how much of an impact he had his rookie year, especially catching the ball. He was a screen master. Yeah, uh, his rookie year, but it was Javit Best. Roy Williams was at the list, so but I think he beat Javit Best. I have to look it up, but it was it actually wasn't Calvin. That is, uh, it's weird that the team's rookie reception leader was a scat back. Yeah, <laughs> I guess when you're plug and play, you're plug and play, and Javit Best was plug and play, and he just yeah. never really got much better. Exactly, and then you know you add in the concussions, and you know it was over. Speaking of running backs, who the hell is Craig Reynolds? I don't know, but he runs hard. <laughs> That's all I got. That's all I got. He's a very hard runner, so good for him. Good. I guess him. he did not have a carry this season before last week against Denver when he got 11 for 83. And this week, I mean, they just ran him into the ground 26 for a buck 12. No scores, which is uh, that's tough. I don't know. It's hard to run the ball 26 times in an NFL game and not score by accident. Yeah. But... Yeah, no, that's uh, that's a heck of a game. It is, it is, and it's like you know, cloud of dust. Well, we 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 won't hear much from you later, I'm sure, per the position. But thank you, thank you for your services, and hopefully you get a decent little check from it. Yeah, but at the same time, like running backs are so weird. Like he could just be Alandis Gary now. (laughs) Well, what was that? How long did Alandis have? Like four solid years. Well, I don't know. He got a contract and went to went. Well, I guess he got a contract and went to Detroit, right? Actually, yes. <laughs> uh, and that's, I think, I don't know that he was ever that, because that's just when Denver was churning oh out running backs. Yeah. Alandis Gary's career, how long do you think he played in the NFL? Five years. Five years is exactly right. He had his rookie season. Oh, my God, it was his rookie season. Wow. His rookie season in Denver, he got 276 carries wow. for 1,159 yards. Uh, seven touchdowns. The next three seasons in Denver, in, De- in Denver, uh, I believe a guy named Terrell Davis might have also been coming off of an injury. Yeah. So that that may have played a part. Uh, but let's see, seventy, a hundred and seven carries over the next three years. And I know he got injured again. He 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 ripped his his uh he ripped his knee up too, one of those years. Then he gets that contract in Detroit. He uh, plays 13 games with a start for the Lions, 113 carries for 384 Ugh. yards. Does uh, does find the end zone twice. I'm curious. Who was uh, that Denver team in 2020? Yeah, a guy named Terrell Davis. Uh, well, actually, actually, uh, yeah, Terrell Davis was on that team, but he gets hurt early the year mm-hmm. after. And Mike Anderson, Mike Anderson was oh the stud that God. year. Two hundred ninety-seven carries for fifteen hundred yards, basically. Yes, and Mike Anderson did not get another shot somewhere else. I mean, he did, but he, it, yeah, it was Denver he, or bust with him. He goes to Baltimore. Mm-hmm. Well, he's playing running back earlier in early in his career, and then he's a fullback. Yeah. Uh, he he goes to Baltimore after after like a weird bookend season. His first year in Denver is that two ninety-seven for for fifteen hundred and fifteen touchdowns. Mm-hmm. And that's in 2000. 
He's in Denver until 2005, where, again, he has another big year, his, and this is the second biggest year of his career. In the, in the middle, I, I hurt, I don't know. Uh, looks like he missed games. 239 for 1,000 yards and 12 scores. Mm -hmm. Then he moves on to Baltimore, doesn't start another game in his career, and has another 54 carries. It's such a weird position. And this is the height of the position, ladies and gentlemen. Well, and, and the, height, the height of the running back position in general was Denver at that time. Yep. yep. They were, oh my God, Mike Anderson's middle name is Moschello, M-O-S-C-H-E-L-L-O. -L -L -O. What is a name. Amazing. Congrats. Is. You have, uh, <laughs> you should be proud of yourself. I mean, you, you just missed a hundred games in the NFL. That's got to be a little bit of a bummer, but what are you yeah. going to do? Yeah. Anyway, Lions win and now they have the number two pick in the draft. Yeah. Which doesn't hurt because whatever. Yeah, I mean, you probably you probably end up with the guy that they probably wanted to take at number one anyway. Yep. So you end up with the Michigan product, Aiden, Aiden Hutchinson, and uh, could be worse. Could be worse. Could be and worse. I, I like I like I like where we sit. I think we are finding out more. I think the quarterback position becomes less of an emergency position as we see that golf that golf's competence. It remains, uh, and if, as long as the expectation is low, that you're going from two-win team to, you know, middle-of-the-pack team, if that's the, the, the trajectory, then you yeah. wait for the stud quarterback. So you're, you're content hanging out with JG for another season? Four more years, if you're doing the things like bringing in a weapon or draft, like moving up in the draft for another weapon, you solidify that D-line. You do those things, then yeah, I'm I'm cool with it. All right. Well, let's get to the week 16 picks here. We don't want to keep our listeners too long with the uh, the holidays upon them. On uh, Thursday night, the San Francisco 49ers head to Tennessee to take on the Tennessee Titans, and Bavada has the Titans plus three and a half here. Yeah, give me the Niners here. The Titans are playing a dangerous game, uh, and. I don't see what they can do offensively um, if the running game isn't going. And uh, the Niners are a bad matchup for them. So give me the Niners here. Yeah, Tennessee loses a tough one to Pittsburgh last week, 13-19. to 19. Leading rusher uh, Deontay Foreman, who, I mean, he's been all over. He just had one of those random, like, okay games, 22 for a buck, 8, 4-9 a carry, no touchdowns. They just, there's no one to scare opposing defenses in, in the wide receiver core right now for Tennessee. Yep. Yep. It's, you just can't, there's nothing you can do about it. If, if they can't run the ball successfully, there's nothing that is going to make the defense feel like they have to respect your pass game. There's nothing they can do. And it looks like, it looks like Julio played. Um, ESPN shows Julio had a target. So I'm not 100% sure what the deal there is. That's odd. But, I, I mean, he's not 100%. I don't even think he's close. So even if no. he did play, not impactful. Not impactful to say the absolute most about what, uh, what he's done. The Christmas games, the Cleveland Browns head to Green Bay to take on the Green Bay Packers. And uh, Bavada has the Packers. This line's actually gone up a little bit. Minus seven and a half now. Yeah, I I can see why. Green Bay's Green Bay scary, man. Green Bay scary. They are they are they're locking in. They're, and you can see it. And it's one of those things where lose respect for Aaron Rodgers, the man, all you yeah. want. I'm cool for it. I'll sign off. 
he knows exactly what he wants to do football wise. And the other thing about it is that it's contagious and it's not just contagious offensively. And I think um, the entire team and the coaching staff, they're all feeling really good about where they're at and, and, and it's showing. And, and the Browns are in no place, in no position yeah. to match that. So give me the Packers here. Yeah, the Rodgers thing is tough because, you know, the, what he did does not deserve respect. It, it deserves ridicule and ire. But, uh, boy, he's a good football player. Yeah, man. It's hard. You really got to have your cognitive dissonance going. Yeah, for sure. Um, the other Christmas game, the Indianapolis Colts traveled to Arizona to take on the Arizona Cardinals. And Bavada has the Cardinals minus a point at home. Ooh, buying into that Colts thing. And I would. I really, really would. If the Cardinals would have took, taken care of business last Sunday against the Lions, then I think that they fall flat here. I think, you know, now we're reversing the call here. I, I want to pick the Colts, but I think the Cardinals have to show and prove um, and the scheme. They're going to, Kingsbury won't be out schemed here. So give me the cards. Well, I mean, I think the question is if Craig Reynolds can go for a buck 20 or whatever it was, what is Jonathan Taylor going to get? I mean, you expect that. Yeah, I agree. I agree 1000%, but it's almost like you're not, you're not game planning against Reynolds uh, as Mm -hmm. much as you're game planning against Taylor, who are so, yeah? Who are you game planning against in that Detroit? It, exactly what happened, but we saw we saw what happened, and uh, you know you can't let it happen twice. So against a team that actually has names and weapons, gotta come to play. So I, I like to believe that the team that was once considered the best team in the league will come to play. That's a real question for you. If you're playing the Detroit Lions, who is the guy number one? You're like, all right, this is the number one guy we have to stop. I, I think it's I think it's a a idea that you have to stop and it's you have to <laughs> that's so bad <laughs> because you asked a very specific question <laughs> and yeah it's a very to- simple question about who's ba- who is the best <laughs> offensive player on the line so we're worried about stopping and you're like eh, we're no. gonna stop a concept <laughs> that's the there, truth. There's, there's no, no one, one player no worth one. naming there isn't and it, it should have been could have been would have been hawkinson but it's just not in the car or swift or Sw- yeah, exactly. Or Swift. It's just not what's what's the what's on the field right now. So, but they're gonna run the ball and they're going to work the run game. And they work the run game at every level. You know, they do work the edges. They do, you know, give you what this version of power is. So that's what you're you're game planning against. But any one person, no, scratch that. Right. Well, now that Adrian Peterson's gone, we don't have to worry about <laughs> slowing anyone down. The Baltimore Ravens traveled to Cincinnati for uh, first place in the in the conference division division in the division, <laughs> and uh, Bavada has the Bengals minus two and a half at home. Everything in my heart, mind, and soul wants to pick the Bengals, right? Everything, especially mm-hmm. even if they get Lamar back. Um, but that's actually the very reason why I'm going to go against my football mind and, and, and everything I've seen. Um, is this has to be a spirited, you know, internal win for -hmm. the Ravens it has to happen it has to happen there can't be another week it's going to be tough um, because the Bengals are hitting their stride but this is a this is a this is a heart win this is a gut win led by the return of their leader even though Hudley um did his thing very good yeah so it's not like they were hindered by the quarterback position last week but you know the inspiration is going to come from you know come from eight so give me the Ravens Mm -hmm. here the Buffalo Bills, probably game of the week here, I would say. The Buffalo mm-hmm. Bills travel to New England to take on the New England Patriots. 
and Bavada has the Patriots minus two and a half at home. Gotcha. It's to me, it's a coin flip. To me, it's a real coin flip. I'm going Bills here. I think the Pats fall short two weeks in a row. Feels weird, but they shouldn't have lost last week. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> give me the Bills here to have an offensive explosion that's uncharacteristic, but also not uh, unexpected. Well, I think the last time these two teams played, uh, the the Patriots <laughs> threw the ball three times. Exactly. So do you think we'll see more of an 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 aerial exhibition this week? I would say you could do any and everything to bet that you'll get at least more than three passes from both teams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like where we're at here. It's just, that's a fun game then. If we're going to see the ball just chucked all around the yard <laughs> four or five times. Yeah. Your Detroit Lions head to Atlanta to take on the Atlanta Falcons, and Bavada has the Falcons minus six at home. Yeah, give me the Falcons here for no other reason than Lions get a win they shouldn't have gotten. You can't, you're not going to buy that bread. You're not going to go to the store and buy that loaf again. So, you, for the simple fact, the other team has to win. So, give me the Falcons. Can I tell you what? I'm taking Lions money line plus 210 at Bavada. You think they, you think they at least lose by three? No, I, I think they win straight out. Wow, 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 wow. I'm not there the, with you, but I would I would love to see it. And I would love to see you win some money. Thanks, buddy. I probably won't actually place that bet, but hmm. I but I do like that bet is hmm. uh, is what uh, you should take away from this. Um and this isn't like last week it felt like there were some home run money lines, specifically the Texans. Mm-hmm. This one it really does feel like it to me. Mm-hmm. I really feel I feel real good about that Lions money line. Take a hundred bucks, turn it into two ten. It's interesting. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. I'm gonna wager every dollar I have. It's probably a bad decision, right? Mm, I like to lean. Yeah, two two wins in a row. Just I can't. I don't even. I can't muster it out of my. I can't. I don't think they're ever gonna lose again. Ah, this is where. <laughs> <laughs> I'm that confident in Dan Campbell. Excellent. The Jacksonville Jaguars, now without Urban Meyer, head to New York to take on the New York football Jets, and Bavada's got the Jets minus one at home. Yeah, give me the Jets. Give me an emphatic Jets win for once. This is me saying the Jets win without any, you know, plausible denial of that win. The Jets are going to win. Yeah, here's the thing. Everybody has been waiting for that, like, fired coach bump from the Jaguars, but the Jaguars just kind of suck. That's what it is. And, the, and the, you know, aside, and, and <laughs> this actually is funny because maybe, maybe Urban had something, but, you know, was, you know, uh, was it bad, bad clock or whatever is right twice a day or whatever? Like, maybe oh, he was clocks a little, right twice a yeah, day. Yeah, like maybe he's like, uh, well, you guys do suck, though. Yeah, <laughs> maybe you that's hired the, them. You're still responsible. And also, you can't is, say that stupid bullshit. He is, he is, he is. But yeah, they're not that good. So the Jets like, are actually, you know, this is a team that had a good running back, and they're like, we're going to take Travis Etienne in the first round because running backs are valuable in the first round. Yeah, he thought he was recruiting. Yeah, for like, did you not know you have to use a draft pick? Like, it's a freaking running back. Wait until the second round. Etienne, Etienne's a good back, but he's not special. He's, he, yeah. I, there was this thing going around in college football even making him more special than he was. Yeah. And I think there was it's, a Clemson it's, it's, thing. It, no, what, it's, what it was was he played with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that. Yeah, I'll give it that. And it's like, did you guys watch one? Yeah, did you guys watch? Really watch? I, it was it was shocking. Good, good, good player. But not one not first rounder and not like first round running back that you 
can't wait to put in the lineup. Well, and here's the thing for me is that anytime Lawrence was out and you had Uyunglele at uh, at center, I thought ETN looked ordinary. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Every, I, I'm I'm with you. I did not see a special factor with Etienne, and and it was tried to be the case tried to be made uh, every 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 year. Don't pick running backs. If if you don't pick a running back in the top three, if he's not like that special, if he's not a Zeke prospect or a Saquon, just wait. Just wait. Just wait. Exactly. There's, there's, there are 250 Craig Reynolds out there in the world just waiting for their shot. Seriously, that's the bar. The bar has to be, you know, a, a Zeke type of bar. You have, you have to just stick with it. You really well, do. I have Saquon above Zeke, but I agree with you. Yeah, yeah, Saquon too, but I just think you're really that bar's that bar's as far as his college film, yeah, yeah that bar's really high. So. That's fair. The Los Angeles Chargers traveled to Houston to take on the Houston Texans, and Bavada has the Texans plus ten at home. Yeah, it's tough here. It's not the Chargers are the Chargers yeah. are going to. I'm waiting for them to turn the corner in a way. I don't know what corner I'm waiting for. I think maybe there's just some pieces. Um, or their style of play, but man, when they're on, they're on. Um, so give me the Chargers here. Yeah, confusing team. They looked uh, they looked pretty good in that overtime loss. Now feels like it was like a month and a half ago mm-hmm. to the Chiefs on Thursday night. But I just you never really know which Chargers team you're going to get. Exactly, and I don't I don't know what that's about either. I can't pinpoint a cause. Yeah. The Los Angeles Rams head to Minnesota to take on the Minnesota Vikings, and Bavada has the Vikings plus three at home. Yeah, Vikings used up all their little mojo juju beating a terrible Bears team, and now they got nothing left. And uh, the Rams finding their stride amongst what they do well and, and, and don't do well, specifically offensively, um, and are able to overcome, you know, not mistakes by death you know they're able to 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 score and hopefully they get some more guys back so give me the rams here beat the vikings for sure the new york football giants head to philadelphia to take on the philadelphia eagles and got five days rest that's cool uh eagles still favored by 10 at home at Bavada. yeah i mean the eagles okay i'm gonna say this quickly but i'm gonna say it so seriously we have to it's now time to put aside the big picture analysis of Hurts and the offense and look at how the the staff figured figured out slash are continuing to figure out just how to get w's just run just run with who they have and it's it's working out more times than not man so let's let's set aside the the overthinking over analytics and you know this eagles team can be hard to beat and this and they'll beat the giants because of that Currently picking 11, 12, and 23 in the first round as the uh, the pick for Carson Wentz has, it doesn't officially convey until the last game because, you know, it's, mathematically the, the Colts could play 47 overtimes and uh, <laughs> there's a thousand offensive snaps. But for all intents and purposes, uh, that pick is now a Philadelphia Eagle pick. So happy with that. And uh, yeah, it'll be... Uh, Interesting to watch this team play for the remainder of the season. Uh, I look forward to watching them play live at some point, I hope. <laughs> the Tampa Bay Buccaneers head to Carolina to take on the Carolina Panthers, and Bavada has the Panthers plus 10.5 at home. Oh, my Saints. I'll get to you later. Hmm. But good job. Bravo. It means a lot for you. 
much more than the Bucks. I didn't expect zero points at any point, though. Um, so that's going to get turned over. And the, the Panthers are in the crosshairs. Give me the Bucks here. Pretty easy win. Uh, yeah, that was a weird game. The uh, Chicago Bears head to Seattle, take on the Seattle Seahawks. And Bavada has the Seahawks minus six and a half. Yeah, for this very uh, kind of similar here to what we were just talking about with the Bucks and Saints, the Seahawks yeah. just have to score a couple points. In this game, it's That's challenging over. for them. It is. It's 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 rougher than it should be. Uh, but if you know, they should have the they should be able to do that between the two teams. So even the Seahawks here in a game you probably don't want to watch live. Like I don't a hundred percent get why the Seahawks are as bad as they are. What in the world happened to Russell Wilson? Uh, seventeen to thirty-one. I look. I know the the Rams have this like this team you would assemble on Madden on their defensive side of the ball, but. They're not a dominant defensive team. Right. Uh, you get basically no. The Seahawks ran 50 offensive plays. Russell Wilson is 17 to 31. Uh, DJ Dallas, the leading rusher, eight <laughs> carries for 41 yards. And Rashad Penny, 11 for 39. There's just, there's no offense. Why there's is a, there no offense? I think it's stale. I think everything, everything that's echoed in their meeting rooms in their hallways, on the practice, it's stale. They need fresh blood. And if the staff's not going to be able to shake it up, it will have to be personnel. But that's what, it, that's what I'm seeing. No one's, no one's playing locked-in football offensively. Yeah. And, and, and no one's good enough on their offense, including the quarterback who we thought was at one point um, perennial MVP candidate. Uh, no one's, you have to be locked in. You have to be doing what you do at your top level. And no yeah, the final game on the 26th, the Denver Broncos head to Las Vegas to take on the Las Vegas Raiders. Bavada has the Raiders minus a point at home. Yeah, give me the Raiders here as the Broncos. Uh, is it is I don't know who's playing quarterback for them. You know, we want to shout out to Teddy. Hopefully all's well. Give me the Raiders here who are uh, playing pretty inspired. And our final game, Monday Night Football, the Miami Dolphins head to New Orleans to take on the New Orleans Saints. And Bavada has the Saints minus three at home. Yeah, so the Saints, <laughs> what a waste, I guess. I mean, you got your, you won your Super Bowl. You're probably going to be burnt. Give me the Dolphins here to rightfully win a game that should have been, it should, it should have been much easier last week. Um, get it together, but give me the Dolphins. All right, well, shorter show for everybody this week, as we said. Uh, it is the holidays. We wish you the absolute best. And, uh, you know, it, this is the time of the year where it just makes sense for us to thank you guys for listening throughout the year. It means the world to us. It's the reason we get to do it every week. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your ratings, reviews, all the positivity and all that stuff. And uh, for Mario Hines, I'm Chris Horwardell. Thanks for listening. We'll see you back here next time.